Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. The pressure continuing to build on the Catholic Diocese and Bishop Richard Malone. Do you believe he should resign? I believe he should resign. You know, as a lifelong Catholic, what the bishop and these other priests have done, they've violated the, the trust between themselves and the members of the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Uh, ineptitude in dealing with a crisis like this, you know, isn't a, isn't a crime. Bishop Malone cannot handle uh, this crisis in the Diocese of Buffalo. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 in 716. Bishop Richard Malone asked for and received the resignation of a priest accused of abuse Monday. Father Robert Yetter was placed on administrative leave following a new accusation of abuse. Bishop Malone has asked for and received the resignation of Yetter as pastor of St. Mary's of Swarmville. A diocesan spokesman says the diocese received a complaint from a third party on Friday that may have involved a minor launching an immediate investigation. It is the latest in what seems to be a daily drumbeat, bringing increased pressures on the diocese and the bishop. People have been betrayed by men in cloth that people trusted. The latest voice is that of Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul. And as a parent, I find it abhorrent to know that my children themselves could have been exposed to this behavior by sexual offenders. And anyone who knew of these individuals and took no action, that is being complicit in a crime. This is a crime against children. And my view is, in light of the announcement that came out about stopping adoptions, in addition to this story, I wish the Catholic Church would be more concerned about keeping children away from sexual predators instead of keeping children away from loving families who want to adopt them. Do you believe he should resign? I believe he should resign. I believe that as more evidence comes forward and there's a process, I believe there should be a criminal investigation to find out what transpired. But right now, the moral authority has lapsed. We need new leadership to come in here, clean house, and say there is zero tolerance for anyone who would ever consider violating the trust that families and children have in their priests and people who are administrators in the Catholic schools. It has to end. Uh, this is a travesty. It is a black mark on our community, black mark on the Catholic Church, and they have to make right by this community. How eager are you to see uh, the Attorney General of New York State investigate the diocese? I expect it will happen at some time soon. We saw what happened in Pennsylvania. It took years of uncovering stories, and one web led to another, and individuals were exposed. And finally, there'll be justice. People need to be brought to justice and held accountable for their actions. And again, this is deeply painful to me as someone who was raised in this Catholic church, like so many people in Western New York. But first of all, we have to stand up for people in our community and vulnerable children. That is our responsibility as citizens, as parents, and also as Catholics. Do you think this renews the calls for the Child's Victims Act to pass? The Child's Victim Act has to pass in January. And I'm sorry, the Republicans who've held this up far too long in the Republican Senate need to come and be held accountable in this election this November for, for protecting individuals who've been able to abuse children 
and with the lapse of time, be able to get away scot-free. That era has to end. It continues to be an outrage that uh, Bishop Malone uh, refuses to resign. And that is the voice of Robert Hotson of Road to Recovery, who has also been a constant force in bringing to light victims of priest abuse in Buffalo and calls for Bishop Malone to step aside. The resignation of Father Yetter is is just another indication that uh, Bishop Malone cannot handle uh, this crisis in the Diocese of Buffalo. Uh, evidently, uh, the latest allegation of, uh, against Father Yetter might involve a minor, a child. And, and that's just uh, outrageous that uh, he wouldn't have acted on allegations sooner, you know, especially the ones that came in from the adults. Um, all allegations of sexual abuse must be handled very, very carefully and very, very sensitively. And it's clear that that's not, that's not what has been done by Bishop Malone in the Diocese of Buffalo. You've called for the bishop to resign. There are many others uh, have followed along uh, elected leaders in uh, the area. Do you actually expect the bishop to resign, though? Well, I'm hoping the mess coming through loudly and clearly. Uh, and I'm hoping the lay people of the Diocese of Buffalo will put this pressure on Bishop Malone to resign because they need and deserve new leadership. Do you think he'll be forced to resign if he doesn't voluntarily do so? Well, with, with the uh, difficulties that Pope Francis is now facing with uh, possibly the information that he may have had, uh, you know, about a sexual abuser, uh, I don't know. But I'm hoping that the lo- local people, um, the great deacon who came forward, for example, and the politicians who have asked for his, uh, his resignation, uh, I think the pressure will be maintained, and hopefully he'll, uh, he'll see the light and move on. You've advocated for a lot of victims of abuse in the Buffalo area over the last year. How many of those are close to receiving some sort of resolution, whether it be uh, through a civil suit, uh, through some sort of uh, law enforcement uh, carrying out uh, of what needs to be done here? Um, or are they just to bring attention to what's been going on in the diocese? Well, that's the $64,000 question, because we don't know exactly. Bishop Malone claimed that he was going to have a compensation program for victims. But uh, he has been so distracted by ongoing allegations and the mismanagement of these allegations that uh, we really haven't heard too much about the uh, compensation program. Hopefully, D.A. Flynn will now come in and uh, other D.A.s in the uh, Buffalo diocesan area and uh, begin to do grand jury investigations. Uh, So we hope the the whole package is being put together to uh, give Bishop Malone the message that he must resign. What is your expectation if the DA gets involved and and if the state attorney general's office investigates? Well, the the DA, I believe, is going to find exactly what Attorney General Josh Shapiro found in Pennsylvania. Basically, a massive cover-up of of sexual abuse by clergy and um, the mismanagement by the authorities, by the supervisors. And um, perhaps... D.A. Flynn and other district attorneys will find cause to file criminal charges against some 
or all of the uh, pedophile priests and clergy. In the city of Buffalo, Common Councilman Chris Scanlon, a lifelong Catholic, is also continuing his calls for Bishop Malone to step aside. You know, on several occasions now, the bishop has had the opportunity to do the right thing and allow the victims of these crimes and their families and their friends um, turn the page and begin to heal, and he refuses to do so. And now my, my statement of last week and my feelings towards the situation as a, whole, as a whole remain the same. He should resign his post. Chris, if the bishop doesn't resign on his own, do you think he may be forced out? Um, do I think he will be? I'm not sure. I'm hopeful that he would be. Um, at some point, I, it's, as a Catholic, I am hopeful that someone in the Church will step up and look out for these victims and, and their families, as I said, and try and put to rest these horrible incidents that have taken place in their lives and turn the page and attempt to restore some sort of trust between them and the, and the Church. You know, as a lifelong Catholic, what the bishop and these other priests have done, they've violated the, the trust between themselves and the members of the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo well, to a horrible level. We're hearing from you. We just heard from the lieutenant governor. We heard from Congressman Brian Higgins, uh, Erie County legislator Pat Burke, all calling on the bishop to resign. What are you hoping that uh, these calls uh, end up with? Uh, Do you think that it will make the difference? And if it doesn't force the bishop to resign, uh, what can you uh, as a, a lawmaker do to help this situation? Well, I am hopeful to the fact that um, a large number of elected officials who represent these people, and a vast majority of which are Catholic, are stepping up, will effectuate some sort of change. But ultimately, I also hope that it will force members and excite members of lay people within the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo to move on this and try and help uh, force the bishop to resign. Chris, if the, is the diocese better off without Malone at the top? I mean, if he's gone... Who steps up, and does anything really change? You know, I think so. I, um, You know, we have a bishop here who's obviously, while he may not be complicit in a crime, he's 100% complicit in bringing about um, these atrocities to these children and to these families. And although some people might say, well, you know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't, I'd be willing to take a chance with someone else coming in at this point. Um, we've seen repeatedly that Bishop Malone has reintroduced these priests into situations where they can be harmful to children, and it's time for him to resign. Are you confident that law enforcement is investigating these allegations of abuse and uh, going after whoever may be responsible for abusing, whether it's children or adults uh, within a church setting? Are you confident that law enforcement is doing all they can to uh, uncover what they can? Well, I know the members of the law enforcement community that I know are wonderful, upstanding people, and I can only hope that they'll continue to be the type of people that I know and would look into these allegations and try and bring those who've committed these horrible crimes to justice. So, yes, I'm extremely hopeful. To have a crime, you need to have either obstruction or some kind of false filing or some false statement under oath, things like that. What about the legality of it all? It is complicated. We talked in depth with our legal contributor, Paul Cambria. Uh, Ineptitude in dealing with a crisis like this, you know, isn't a a crime. So I haven't heard anything specifically that would put me in the crime department. Um, What I'm I'm wondering is if uh, somebody will once again resurrect the RICO statute 
which is uh, an acronym, you know, for racketeering-influenced corrupt organizations, um, whether they'll try to resurrect that and file a RICO action, which then would require, if it was successful, damages of, you know, multiple damages, um, enhanced damages. There have been attempts to do that in the past, and some of the cases were settled, some were dismissed. So, you know, that's one of the things that I'm wondering about. How could that happen, the filing the RICO statute? Would this be if the DA got involved and the state attorney general? Well, no, it could be done civilly. Uh, a lawyer could start a civil RICO, and they have in the past uh, in uh, in some of these cases. And like I say, some have been settled, some have been, you know, there are technicalities involved with that. Uh, what's an organization under the statute? What are the predicate offenses? Uh, could fraud be a predicate offense that could be used? So there's a lot there. But, you know, we're talking about a very widespread uh, kind of criminal activity and asking people who probably don't have a lot of experience with that to figure out how to solve it. And I think what's happening now is the frustration and repeated activities of a number of priests who have been identified are, are finally getting to the point where people say, look, it's just not working. What you're doing isn't working. And clearly, you know, paying out millions of dollars doesn't help. Do you see a scenario where if a Child Victims Act uh, is passed in New York State within the next year that that could kind of uh, maybe open the floodgates as far as cases against the church? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And the other question, you know, is the statute of limitations with regard to criminal activities. Uh, you know that there's been a, a big movement afoot to liberalize that. Um, sure, all of it's at play, and it appears that, you know, issues are still happening. I guess the thing that's the worst part is when there's somebody who's identified and then they're put back into service. I, that's, I think that's what's taken a lot of these vocal politicians over the edge. Paul, can a bishop be forced out? Well, the church would have to do that, obviously, um, and uh, I'm sure they have ways of doing it. They've removed people uh, in the past, uh, and certainly the church could remove the bishop and uh, reassign him someplace else. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 